small tea, no shade. L and J, what type of tea they serving? Is it lifting? Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Take your mouth and start to click it. This dope trio delivering something with subjects that's busting. Uh, make you want to join a discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the bay, ripping 8 1 trade. Uh, it's all tea, no shade. All tea, no shade. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to All Tea No Shade, where we are serving tea without the shade. Like we always do, sippers. So pull up a seat and let's start this damn sip Yeah, session. let's get it, let's get it. We got, we got Mr. Remy Mulatto back in the his house. Hey, Rems. People should say his house. That's just too, like, 290. I feel like you're showing your age right now. Mm, I, feel, I feel like uh, we all millennials here. You can say it. <laughs> Back in the motherfucking his house. Do you guys remember, like, uh, what was it, class party? House house party? party? Yes, house party. I, I, I merged class act and house party together. I was like, yeah, I, I don't know that one. Them at the same time. Class party was my Class party. <laughs> you know what? We do a remix. They should do, like, a, a remix of class party. Put the two together, right? Yeah, we're going to work on that one. Okay, well, on no. One. Well, okay. Well, how's your week been, gentlemen? You go first, Elle. How was your week? My week has You said it's been what? Experience, monotony. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's been the same. I I did have like an epic fall. You fell on your ass fall? Oh, my God. I fell so hard. So I was doing this handstand challenge. Uh, Spoiler alert, no upper body strength. And... (laughs) So I've been doing these drills where you have to like align your body up to the wall. Use the wall kind of as a buffer. So you're still Mm -hmm. doing a handstand, but you're using the wall. And I was holding it as long as I could. And then my arms just went out. Mm. And and I just went out. (laughs) Here's the question that the world wants to know. Is there video evidence of such fall? There was. Where is and it? And I deleted it. Wait. Oh, <laughs> no. Like, Y'all ain't memeing me. I ain't memeing me. I was like, no, this is not uploading to the cloud. This is not like, it, it will, it will live in infamy forever once it hits the internet. I know. You ever had that happen to you? You take a really wild picture or something like that and you're like, holy shit, this could be a meme. Delete. Oh, yeah, for sure. Immediately. Immediately. I have a few that I'm like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. All right, how's your week been, Remy? Uh, every week is the same. Every day is the same. <laughs> it ain't really, ain't really much to tell. Let's see, what did I do this week? Not a uh, damn thing. Yeah, I just worked and stayed at home. And uh, this is the first time I've been out in a long time. So like, like finding clothes was an ordeal. <laughs> I was like, where, where's my shit? I don't know where anything is. I don't know where my belts are. I don't know where my shoes are. Whatever. So. So you don't get dressed at work? You just sit in your boxes all day? I, no, well, I, I ain't leaving the house. I'm at the crib. I know that's what I'm saying. So you're at the crib. You just you just wake up and you just sit down in your bathrobe and go to work. More or less. Yeah. yeah. I don't have to like. There's there's no uh, video on none of the meetings or whatever. So I just sit there like it's Shit. all just audio. I ain't gonna lie. My ass sat right at the table, butt ass naked, <laughs> doing work. <laughs> I mean, ain't no cameras. Why not? Right. But I have found myself like. Not really uh, shaving my head like every other day like I used to. Like one day I went to the mirror. I was like, who the fuck? Like, who, who is this? I need to shave this damn head because the body is not looking like a body right now. You know what? That's, that's one thing I did do. I think it's, it's been like two weeks now, but it got to the point where I was looking at myself and I'm like, look, I don't, I don't feel right. Let me do something <laughs> with this. 
So I went ahead and just trimmed up everything up and tried, to, you know, my best to, yeah. to fix my hair, and it came out all right. So I challenge everybody to try it. You know, do your own fucking hair for a good time. No, I ain't doing my own beard. For a while, I did my own beard years, years ago. My beard looked so fucked up. Did it? What do you mean? It was just not angled right. It, wasn't, it didn't match one one side was higher than the other. Yeah. And because then if you don't know how to do it, you, it, it looked like you uh, lining it up correctly. Yeah. And then when you turn and look at it, it's like one side. It's it just it's just it's just not as easy as it looked. When yeah. you're doing it by yourself, you're not a professional. So yeah. you need like multiple mirrors and stuff like that. When I was in college, yeah. I was doing my hair like all the time. So like, and then I stopped once I I realized I had money for haircuts. <laughs> like well, wait a yeah. second but now since haircuts are canceled i was like all right let me see if i could do this yeah i couldn't do it so but my week's been um it's been pretty dope actually um it has probably dope. been dope i've yeah. used that word in a long time right i was like oh my gosh wait a dope second well I, I should say i should say it's quarantine dope it should you know what i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say it once only quarantine sex that's been amazing. Oh my god! And I'm gonna leave it at that. So, but anyway, it's been it's been dope. I've actually exercised this week a lot. Um, I'm sure you have. <laughs> there was some thrust actions going on, but uh, I did that, and I saw some friends this week. Um, I created some some video content um, for my for my life coaching business, and honestly, it's like I said, it's probably been a, one of the best weeks I've had in a while. I don't think it's any coincidence that seeing a few people has helped. And I spent some time with friends this week. And so I think that all helps for me, especially just seeing, get, get seeing my friends. I played tennis with my friends twice this week. I saw my friends Lori and Ken on Saturday hanging out outside, keeping the, you know, the six feet rule or whatnot, right. just listening to music and just vibing out. So that's just really helped me. And so, and y'all know the beaches are opening up this week. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that? I ain't going. <laughs> oh, you think, so you think it's too soon? I mean, I, I think I think it's too soon for a lot of things. Um, as far as I know, the cases are still going up. It doesn't really seem like like we've yeah. It's just like an arbitrary time to, to to decide to reopen, right? Yeah, nobody's. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's no there's no science behind it. It's just like you know what? Let's, We're ready. Let's, fuck it, <laughs> fuck it. Let's get back out there. And I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens. This is the thing that frustrates me the most about the whole thing is that I saw the other day that America has a million cases and that's like 800,000 more than it's a million now wow that, yeah we hit a million there's three million there were there were three million in the entire world mm -hmm. and we have one million of those yes because we that's, take it the least serious yeah, that's so crazy yeah, so like we're that, so spoiled man like if anybody needs to be shut down and so self-righteous so neglected it's, it's, it's capitalism it's is it neglect is it neglection though when people have you you've been you've been warned to do better but we just go out and no because to. at some level like there's a really funny video going going around and I really don't understand why everybody isn't following the same rules right now. They're very clear. So let's take a minute and let's go over them again. First, you must not leave the house for any reason, unless of course you have a reason and then you may leave the house. All stores are closed except those that are open and all stores must close unless of course they need to stay open. This virus is deadly, but don't be afraid of it. It can only kill people who are vulnerable and also those who are not vulnerable. We should stay locked down until the virus stops infecting people. And it will only stop infecting people if enough of us get infected that we build immunity. So it is very important that we get infected and also do not get infected. I think ultimately, even at this point where we're like, what, we're like three, three months in now to, to this fucking uh, coronavirus bullshit, I think 
there's been really no solid good information even up to now i mean from the president or yeah. from anybody that's why at the very least i feel like motherfuckers just need to stay home like we don't know what's yeah. going on uh, i'm definitely not staying home i mean i'm not going to go to I'm, I'm not going to the bars or anything <laughs> like that but the, the beach opens on monday which is today is sunday as we record my black ass is going to be at the beach early tomorrow morning before anyone else get out there get out there i don't want to be with the masses like I actually broke the kind of broke the law last weekend went to the beach, but there were so many people just walking the beach, um, and surprisingly there was a group of old older senior citizens sitting all together, not even doing any of the social distancing, and they are the ones more likely to have they're most likely to die from COVID nineteen. Right, people like they're my age, we were all far far apart from one another, and so we were just vibing out. So. Um, I'm okay with the beach opening up. I'm just kind of over it because I don't think the goal was to flatten the curve, right? And in most cases, they they had depending on who you believe, we have flattened the curve. the The quarantine was never put in place to stop COVID nineteen. We can't stop COVID nineteen, right? Right? There's no vaccine for it, and it may not ever be a vaccine for it, which we're gonna talk about a little bit later. Yeah. So I, I want us to get back to whatever the new normal is going to be. We well, got to do it soon. Sometime, sometime. My concern, though, is like I felt like the flatten the curve wasn't to ever stop COVID. Right. But it was to create or give us more time, give us the ability to have more time. And what I don't understand is what we did with this time. Yes. Like the hospitals had the time, but also the government had more time, more time to produce masks, more time to produce tests, more time to put more infrastructure in. Mm -hmm. And so I don't understand how these like three months have gone and we still have issues with not enough tests and we still have yeah. issues with, you know, just like simple infrastructure things. You know, if we are reopening, they haven't really just told us like it's just a hey, the restaurants can open up outside and 25 percent capacity. Inside, you yeah. know what I mean, but they're not talking about taking people's temperature, even though we know that that's the best indication to know if you have covid. We know that in like the Asian uh, country that everybody has to actually like get their temperature taken when they're going into stores yeah yeah we're not even trying to implement any measures to really like stop i it. think the i think the main focus they that they wanted to do was to make sure our our healthcare system was was as ready as it could be and we didn't have enough supplies so we're hoping that they have now given the hospitals enough supplies to be ready for the next there can't be. If we well, still don't have enough tests, how we have enough supplies? Like the tests I think we, are the most I think, rudimentary part of it. But we, they are ready because now it's not happening in the masses that it was. At one point, it was happening so many, so much. It was happening really fast. It was yeah. too fast that they couldn't keep up. So now it's a matter of we have the supplies because the curve has been flattened. And the hospital is now hopefully ready. But hard, the cold hard fact is, it's going to be a lot of people that's going to die from this more. Yeah, you know. COVID-19 is probably going to likely be here for the rest of our lives if we want to be open and honest about it. So, which is, we'll I mean, see. I don't know if it'll be here for the rest of our lives in this sense. like Because I think the people who actually survive it are fine. You know there's no, I mean? there's nothing been proven that we are immune immune from catching it a second time. Yeah. Like that's like that's like saying that we won't catch the flu ever again. We keep people catch the flu every year. True. So, oh, but that person that you said her her name was Adley. Her Instagram is A D L E Y. You can go watch it on her Instagram. It is a very funny post. Um, we only shared a minute and thirty four minutes of it, but it, it goes on a little bit longer. Um, and maybe we'll post it on on our Facebook. 
All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into the who am I? All right, well, let's talk about the rules real quick. Yeah, who are you? Who am I? Yeah, man. I would really like to get a dub today because I have not had a dub in a very long time. I've been called out by some sippers by my losing. Rude. Let's go ahead and get into the rules. I just have to get over the first clue before you can speak. <clears throat> Jay. Uh, well, that's, no, that's Remy. Last time Remy was here, oh, Remy was, was guessing. Remy last time. I don't, I don't know what Yes, it was true. About. It was not me. That's why I'm losing. So I'm going to give you guys a clue about something that's happening in current pop culture. It's on you to tell me who I am talking about. All right? All right, I'm with it. Okay. So this rapper, songwriter, mm-hmm. actor. Drake. Nope. Signed to Def Jam Records. Since 2004, he's had songs debut at number two on Billboard 200. Mm-mm. He has certified platinum albums. He is a boss. 50 Cent. He's recently in the news for allegedly cheating on his just recently engaged fiance with of course who do y'all guess with it's always the same one they baby mama future nah just joking nope but I don't know this um so Jeezy yes motherfucker let's go wait so he hold on so he came out they said he cheated on her he well, slid into the DM of Jasmine Sanders. Do you guys know Jasmine Sanders? She used to date, date um Terrence. She's dated a Terrence few. Howard. Yeah, not Terrence uh. Howard. Um, Terrence, the other one, the cute one, the young one. That's only one that matters. Terrence. Everybody says he's Joe. Oh, whatever. I, I'm mm. not going into it. But she's she's dated around. I think she might have been linked to Trey Songs at one point as mm. well. Yeah. Mm. Don't know her. So Jeezy's recently been in the news because he literally just got engaged to Jeannie May or Jeannie Meyer, I don't know her name is. She's in the real. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, these DMs got leaked. I bet. Of him sliding into Jasmine. So were the DMs before the engagement or after the engagement? It was before, but not so, like it was recent still. So they were still together. Yeah. That kind of saddens me because I just watched a video of her, um, his Gigi's fiance, about how, and they probably are deep in love, but how he proposed and how they had this whole date set up and this travel thing. And it was a really dope video. And I, I'm rooting for, I root for love all the time. And so it pains my, my soul to see that Gigi so was his, trying to slide in the baby's mama. So he's married to this chick? Or the new one is they just engaged. They haven't gotten married yet. Engaged. Yeah, he just proposed maybe. How do you, how do you get engaged ago? and then start cheating? Who the fuck cheats during the engagement? Well, he, he did it before. Before oh, they got before, before the engagement yeah. and then the the shit came out. Well, we wasn't engaged at the time. Why you mad? You know what? <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> but they were in a relationship. Real. This shit wasn't real at the time. Wasn't real yet. <laughs> like mm. especially when it comes to 
you know, rappers and stuff like that, they they live a different lifestyle than yeah. like regular people when it comes That's to true. relationships. That's true. They do whatever the fuck they want until somebody buy a ring. You know what I'm saying? That's just how they live. So oh. is she really mad? I think I don't think she's probably as mad as we think she is. Like Who knows? She, yeah. I don't is like her because she clearly like before she said she would never she said she would only like pretty much fuck black men, but she wouldn't date them. Mm. And then she was like, white men. And then are more, the right one came along. Speed, you know, white men are, are, she said, are safer, I think, mm. or something. Like something that impl- like had a really bad connotation mm. to it. And then all of the girls got on her, and then she obviously divorced her white husband. And now she's to the chocolate, I guess, to make, oh. to prove a point. You know, it's kind of how it feels like to me. Mm. But all right, your boy, your boy's on the boy. The boy's on zippers. Your boy's on the board right now with one zip. All right, this actress just came out. And said, these babies need to go back to hell to school, okay? She said, homeschooling her kids is a whole mother-freaking nightmare. Gabrielle mm. Union? Nope. This actress mm. is literally a heavy hitter. Um, she's... Take nut? No. She's known for being one of the most beautiful actresses. Holly Berry. Yes. Wow. Damn, your boy is. Why are you back. on it today? I told you it's been a good ass week. Yeah, I told you I that quarantine, that Mary. quarantine sex is amazing. She's never yeah, in the I'm news. gonna need your week to settle down. Right <laughs> <laughs> Not that I've been having quarantine sex at, at all, sippers. I just been using my hand. What's oh next? Lord. <laughs> that did not make that better. Okay, you didn't make that one better. There's okay. nothing wrong with self self pleasure. Hey, okay, so this one self care matters. Just gonna go ahead and count this one down mm. because it's literally whoever's gonna say it first. But all right. you're all gonna say it. Okay. Not Shay. Shay, you're not playing. <laughs> we got. All right. So we have a battle off happening between oh which gosh. two famous. Jill Scott, Eric Badu. Well, you're disqualified because uh, I didn't finish saying my clue. Oh, so we're not winning by default. Uh, yeah. Well, no, Shay's still in it. Um, epic Instagram battle between these two top songstresses. Uh, is it Chris Brown and Trey? Erica Badu are set to be the next duo going against each other. We were actually talking about this earlier. And offline, I was yeah. offline. And I was like, I wish that it was a sing off, sing off. Like, I don't want them to play recorded what stuff. I, yeah. My personal opinion, and I was talking to my friends this weekend about this, because it's the biggest on social media. I feel like it's going to be very similar to the babyface and Teddy Riley situation. Babyface had way more hits, right? That he writ- wrote for, played, and produced, but they were all slow songs. Teddy Riley had mostly upbeat, up tempo hits, and it's two different genres of R and B there. And now, think about Jill Scott and Erica Badu. Jill Scott is more traditionally neo soul R and B, and Erica Badu has been more. Uh, hip hop neo soul ish, if, if, if you think about it. And I see, I think it's going to come down to a personal belief who has the most hits in all those genres. But I think we won't know how many songs they have written for, I mean, for them. All right, so who do you guys think is going to win if you had to pick between the two? Well, let, let's, let's start here. Let's, let's start here. Okay. 
really love that woman. That's Jill Scott. We all have our own thing. That's the magic. But everybody comes with their own sense of strength and their own queendom. Mine could never compare to hers, and hers could never compare to mine. So that was Jill Scott. Yeah, that's Jill Scott talking about Erica. And that was Erica talking shit. Yeah, she like, nah, nah, that was Jill. Where did that from? I ain't got no type of nerves. That's from Dave Chappelle's Block Party. He dropped that like, uh, like some sometime in the midst of Chappelle show or whatever. But he had both Erica Badu perform and he had uh, Jill Scott perform. And so they, him and Jill Scott were watching Erica perform. And you know, Jill Scott was, you know, on one hand she was like sort of appreciating mm. Erica Badu. Mm. On the other hand, she's kind of like, but you know, I mean, <laughs> you think about it, Eric, I mean, Erica has a Erica's kind of cocky. Yeah. In a female way. I think in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, in a good way. That's Jill being cocky, though. Yeah, that was Jill. Oh, that was Jill that, that was said Jill. that. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, she's, she's, very, she's very subtle, sweet about her shade. That's yeah. what I like about it. But, okay, so I didn't realize that Jill Scott was that much of a songwriter. I realized she wrote her own stuff, but I didn't realize she wrote other people's stuff. So is she, like, does she has she written other people's? That's what I think is going to be surprising. I, I do think she probably has written other songs. That we're gonna find out. So to answer your question, I personally think that Erica Badu is going to win, but I'm also a huge Erica Badu fan. Yeah. With no shade to Jill Scott. I think Jill Scott's an amazing uh performer, entertainer, um, and singer. I feel like uh I feel like Jill Jill Scott is gonna surprise us. Cause I'm I'm I don't consider myself a huge fan of either one really, but I'd say I, I gravitate more towards Jill Scott just because I think she. I, Erica Badu is so weird to me. <laughs> like I follow her on Instagram. She is weird though. She's and, super weird. She's oh, so that, weird. She's yeah. The one that, that was like, you know, let me put my my pussy chin out here for y'all just in case y'all want it. It like, sold out though. <laughs> it did sell it out. It sold out on the first I ain't day. Buy it, How crazy I ain't is buy that? It. Who you I think? Mean, who you who you think will win? Yeah. So I'm looking up Jill Scott like um. I'm looking up um, songs by Jill Scott, and she, most for the most part, hasn't written that much. It's mostly her own music, other than... Can't always trust the internet. I mean, I'm, I'm going off of Wikipedia, guys. Yeah, so you can't always trust that. But honestly, I think that if we're looking at... I honestly think it's kind of disrespectful to Erica Badu, because I don't think that Jill Scott has the level of hits that Erica does. I think that they're... I, I would I think, agree with that. I think Erica actually hits. would have gone better against like a Lauren Hill, like in terms. But she would show up late. Lauren Hill would never show up. She would show up by the time that COVID was done. Sorry, you Lauren. know. But so, I just don't think like Jill Scott does not have that many. So bangers. yeah. One last one. This can tie it up, or this could leave Mr. J Noetic at number one today. Pressure's on. Today she got full. Hey, Any other week she got three, I would be the winner. But now today she got full. Now I gotta compete for my life. <laughs> All my life I had to hey, fight. Hey, feel free to go ahead and guess whenever you want. No, I'm not you know guessing. Cause I should have had that one too. <laughs> okay. All right. So this celebrity, which is royalty, talks about what it's like to play an unlikable couple. She's in a recent Netflix. 
um, show that is targeted to the black community. I know the show. I know who it is. I just don't know her name. I don't think I know her name either. Is this the chick from uh, Black as Fuck? Fuck? Yeah. How do you guys not know her name? I've never seen her before, before this. All right. So her father literally is the kingpin of like Quincy Jones? Yes. Mm. Does that that give give it to me? No. No. We both don't know her name. We don't know her name. There there are no subtle hints. That's a flush. If you neither one of you know her name, say what? Then I think that means Jay Noetic won. Let's go! Come on, let's go! Rashida Jones. I actually didn't really know her before this show. She's been been around. She's been been SNL. She's done a lot of like. She was on the Office for a little while. She's on Parks. See, I know. I never watched the Office. So she's the wife of the husband playing the guy playing the husband. Yeah. Yeah. She plays more to white humor. So yeah, when my when my girl saw her on Black as Fuck, she was like, "Oh, she's black, really?" Like. Cause, Cause she doesn't really play up her blackness. You know what I'm saying? You don't yeah. even necessarily know she's black until she says it. But she did check the shit out of a TV host one day. I can't, it was like a couple of years ago. And the host, it was uh, Juliana Rancy. I don't know if you guys know who that is. She's pretty famous. Hell no. Host on E. And she comes up to her and she's like, you look like you have an amazing tan. Like, what wow. have you been out on the base? And she's like, nope, I'm just ethnic. And <laughs> like, just looked at her dead in the face. Wow. <laughs> it's hilarious. My, um... My, there's been a lot of people complaining, a lot of black people complaining about the show Black as Fuck, saying that how can you have a show called Black as Fuck and when the, and, and really the people black. are super that rich. are super light skinned, right? But here's my, but here's my, here's my thing about it though is the show is based on a guy's life and his family. Yeah, the guy is light skinned, his kids, kids are light skinned. Why would they pick actors and actresses to who represent their kids? And they don't even look like them. Because I think what it is is that we're just inundated with the literally the same commentary. So Kenyon is the one who produced this. He also produced and wrote uh, Blackish, and he also mm. wrote and produced Grownish and Mixedish. And it is literally just really super rich black people that are highly mixed to the point where they're questionable, right? Not in terms of like their ethnicity, mm. but you mm. would you could call past cross paths with them and not know that they were black right that level of highness and the the so the first episode is what gives you let's let's like helps you understand why it's called what it's called yeah, yeah. this guy has pr- produced a lot of black shit yes. a lot of black shows and stuff like that so it's like that's what that's what he does and that's that's part of who he is or whatever yeah so i mean but wouldn't I, it be better to have it it, it, it probably just was ineptly named like it, it could have been called something else and probably been and more popular been just for that it wasn't it wasn't as catchy but what isn't it better though to have black families portrayed as rich and millionaires and living a good life versus portraying them as thugs and poor and because that's all we see in our, well, our cases. It to be one or the other. I think that's what people are frustrated by, right? It, they're frustrated about it being one or the other. People want to identify with people who feel and look like them. Like that's, that's why I think insecure is so popular because they're not these super rich people, but they're also mm-hmm. not like these poor thugs either. They're the middle class, which is what most of us identify as middle or lower, you know, economic yeah. class. We can see ourselves in them, and we don't have a lot of. Um, media that goes to that. If you see black people, they're either like thugs in the hood or they're super rich in the 1%. And it just doesn't feel like it's reflective of who we are. So when you have a show that's called Black as Fuck, 
and it doesn't feel very reflective of the black experience because most black people are not in the one percent right you would, you would expect a broader spectrum for yeah. a show like like black as fuck yeah you think it would be more to the people so maybe they should have entitled it something I, else. I kind of appreciated it because, like, especially that first episode, he talks about getting rid of his chain and stuff like that and the way they interact with the white folks. It's, it's very interesting. Yeah. I think one of the big issues for that show just by itself is that it wasn't that, like, like a lot of the punchlines didn't really hit that hard. It wasn't that yeah. entertaining. So and the optics are weird. Critiquing it and, and tearing it apart. I, didn't, I, I wasn't in love with it. So. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move into our listener shout out. Who are you shouting out today? Listener shout out is going to go out to Tatiana Bozier, Bozier, Tatiana Bozier and Keegan Keys League and Life from Instagram. So they both commented on the hilarious post that L did last week about what's the worst astrology sign. And they both said Leo's were trash. <laughs> so sippers. Yeah, now, Leo's, how y'all feel? <laughs> Leo's in their feelings about that. And so sippers, which I might not know is I have been trying to get L. God, no. To do a video for over two and a half uh, years. I hate him so much. And she much. has not, that's her first video that she has ever done in a long time. So, first, I want to salute Elle for doing that. But, Elle, why are you so afraid to get on the camera? I don't like it. I why? That. It was good. I enjoyed it. Thank you. If I all Tino Shade don't. blows up and they want people to be on video, like, you're going to have to do it. You know, like, I'm much more likely to jump on a video with my people. I just don't. I, I am not one of those people who like necessarily to be the full center of the attention. I like it to be shared around. You need to do more. But it was good. But so, yes, yeah, Sippers. Y'all see how he did me? If y'all, if you want to uh, get shouted out on Altino Shade Podcast, like we always do every week, then you need to interact with us. Oh, how do they interact with us? All right. There are several ways. You can always slide directly into our DMs. Slide. Altino Shade DM. Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can add us, share us, like us, slide. join us on Instagram <laughs> at Altino Shade Podcast. Yes. <laughs> <Gross. Yeah. laughs> no. What's wrong, man? I just had a bad visual. All right. Or you could always join and interact with us on Facebook. We have a page called All Tea No Shade, but we also have a group there where we communicate and we are trying to create a little community. So join us. It's called All Tea No Shade Podcast and Friends. All right. That's what All right. Doing. Let's go ahead and cue that main sip. You know what time it is. Hey sippers, do you know what time it is? Time for the main sip. The main sip, I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip, get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Ah, get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Ah, time for the main sip. The main sip, I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip, get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Ah, get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Ah, yes, 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 yes. All right, sippers. This week's episode, we are talking about, are we too motherfucking sensitive? That's the question. That's going to be the topic. I think we are. Remy says off the rip that he thinks that we are. Listen, I'm, I'm a natural born rebel. So, you know, that's, that's, that's just how I feel. Hey. I um can't be politically like like as a fan of stand up comedy, mm-hmm. which in in my opinion really only works best when you you know skate that political correct bullshit. Um, that's that's how that's how that's how that shit works. You can't you can't be co- politically correct and you can't be overly sensitive all the time and expect 
things to have any real value. Like it's, it's catering too much to feelings. It, it caters too much to the way millennials are, how we want everybody to be happy. That's not how life is. Yeah. So we got to be real sometimes. Got to be real. And political correctness is not real. I think part of that is what kind of people loved about Trump initially was how un how he was not politically correct. He just said whatever, he, whatever the fuck he wanted to say. Well, that's a problem. And I think that's a pro- <laughs> I think that's a problem when you you're the the leader of a country, right? He, well, but he that's what that's what he kind of got known for, and people yeah. kind of like that about it. Now I think it's kind of, starting it has started to backfire on him. It's not a, it's not a good thing for politics. It's not a good thing for a fucking leader of a country. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like like as far as entertainment, as far as pe- people at large, middle class and stuff like that. Yes, but for people who are supposed to be running the country, no, like. Go ahead, Elle. I think I think we are too sensitive and we're both insensitive. I think we're doing both, which I think is why we're really frustrating. Like why I think it's really frustrating. Like, should we be able to have conversations and be honest and talk about facts? So Jillian Michaels fell into a lot of like um, negative media because she said that Lizzo's body, you know, she didn't want people to celebrate obesity. Obesity and overweight, and that she appreciated Lizzo's body and that Lizzo appreciated herself, but that she didn't want that message to be skewed. Mm -hmm. And and people were blasting her for it. And I was like, she's stating a fact. Like, obesity is bad for you. You should not, no one should be obese, right? Because that's going to put you at a higher health risk factor. Outside of medical reasons. Yeah. Yeah. We're not talking about what, what looks good, you know, we're talking about actually being healthy. And so the fact that she can't even make that comment without people like going, in when it's such a like just fact based comment yeah i think yes i feel like that is being too sensitive but then in the same respect i hear people say they'll, they'll, they'll post things or they'll make comments and you're like you do realize that there's somebody who's going to feel the front end of that like people yeah. who take people's pictures in the memes and they take like clearly disabled people or clearly people who are probably having some kind of mental disability and then make them into memes and I'm like, how how do, insensitive, yeah. how do we feel good about that? Yeah. You know what I mean? But then you, if you say something, you're too sensitive. Oh my God, it's just a joke. Well, you can be able to say facts. I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. But when you're saying stuff to literally just make fun of somebody else who's different, I think it's, that's where I think the so difference let's, is. Let's talk about the word retarded. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So okay, I like this. We can't be PC on the non-PC. How does everybody feel about the word retarded? I do not use the word retarded anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But at one point, I think I did, especially in the nineties. But didn't we all? Yeah, I think there's so many things that we did in the nineties that we said. I mean, I I remember growing up saying, "Well, that's gay as fuck." Yeah. That's gay. That's gay. You you just said it naturally, not thinking that other people be offended by yeah. it because at this point there's this at this point we've all kind of like sectioned off into like factions and groups and if you say the wrong thing that entire group is going to be up in arms about you yeah now, granted i don't think that there's anybody who's mentally disabled getting upset about the word retarded the word retarded is mm-hmm. people who i guess support that group of people but just just to you know delve into a deeper 
Um, Louis C.K. talks about it in his latest special about how in the 70s, retar- retarded wasn't a negative, bad word Turn. at all. It, it was, was a just, dictionary. It was, yeah, it yeah. was just a word that you used for somebody who, you know, might have had some learning disability. disability. Yeah. It was just that word. That was a med- it was a medical term. Yeah. You know, he's retarded, and that's just a thing. Yeah. And then it got to the point where people started using it as an insult and as that's a negative it became a problem because it's uh, like yeah. oh, okay so since since you're going to use this to basically talk Demon- about bad about these people yeah, yeah, yeah. demonize these people yeah, yeah. to insult this person now this word has to be canceled and you know that's, that's where we end up but i think it's weird because how do you cancel something that's actually like i think we i so i stopped using it out of my my verbal lexicon as well because it has such a negative connotation with it and people from that community have said that they don't like it and so you can mm-hmm. only respect that you know what I mean I always think about what I say like you know if I don't want to be called uh, nigger right yeah. so then I have to respect other people's in, in in their communities in their space and what they don't want to be called so then what about the Karens fuck that let's talk Karens about the Karens fuck that. I feel like Karens according to the Karens that's, that's their n word it's you not even close though it's not it's, it's not, not even close and, and I think it's I, okay, so if you well, this is the perfect time, quarantine time. I went on the worst like Google search like black hole ever. Mm-hmm. Google search white women calling police on black. Just leave it there. You don't even need to go further than that. Literally, I was on there for hours, and it's just like white women calling cops on black people for zero reason right. whatsoever and when you're watching these videos start with so that famous meme did you guys actually becky. watch that that barbecue becky meme oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah you ever see you and you're just like this person has like, been standing here for two hours because these gentlemen were barbecuing in a barbecue designated spot, mm-hmm. but they were barbecuing with charcoal, which a bunch of other people were as well. But because it was in violation of that code, like she went to the municipality code. Nobody knows mm-hmm. the municipality code. I'm like, what? And yeah. she waited there for two hours and then white. somehow turned around and started crying, saying she was being harassed when white. another white woman, and don't like lose the sight of the fact that it had to be another white person to check them. Like checked her. Yeah, yeah, and I, I just don't. It's definitely again, it's not the same thing. You have to understand where it came from. We are using that term because the people who were uh, in that were harassing black people, and so to counter that was to come up with this. Oh, here go Karen at it again. Yeah. Dude, just like Becky, give me that Becky. Like yeah. Becky is a term <laughs> known for all white women who gave good head. Right, it wasn't. It's just a. It's just a, a, a term. Karen's is the exact same thing. That is a derivative from people harassing us. So it's not the same thing. So Karens are going to have to get over the fact that we are using it as people who are harassing mainly minorities. Well, I always think that it's interesting that the sensitivity that we have to have really is a way to. It tends to be for black people to be more sensitive to other people. Or I would say, not even black people, people of color. Like, we have to generally tie down our blackness or tie down our coloredness so that we can fit well into these social scenarios where it's diverse. Yeah. And I, I, 
I don't know. It's just weird. Like, what? at what point can you just say, like, so there was a poster of this guy and he had a shirt that says, I only date black women. Mm-hmm. And there were black men on his post saying that's racist. It's ugly. Like, why would you do that? If, if you were a white guy and you had that on, like, you only date white women, you know, I'm sure everybody would be crazy. Do you guys think that everybody would be crazy? I do think there is a double standard to well, that I, but I, we also have to understand why that double standard is there it's because white people over a course of history not all white people a lot of white people have have shown white supremacy and segregation and and whatnot and so when a when a black man is standing up for the black woman which is not often very seen as much as it should be it's not the same thing. Well, something like that is tricky. It's, it's like you said, there is a double standard. Because if it was the same dude and he had a shirt and it said, you know, I only date white women, he would get filleted. So, but then I'm like, would quickly, yes. quickly, yes. for why? sure. Why would you say you really? Th- just, just think about it. Like, the how many times have you seen the polls going around social media? about how many black men have married white women yeah. but never showed a post That's about a, the black men that have married black women which right. is typically way more yeah. but it's singled out so if that man like women said wore that shirt and saying I'm a I only date white women he will get so Oh, if he was a black Killed. guy who yeah. who did that. Oh, yeah, yeah, for so, sure, for sure. So if we break down the implication of, like, what both of those shirts would mean. I would but, say if it was a white man who had a shirt that says, right. I only date white women. Uh, Not gotcha. that it was a black man that had, I, that's a whole different story right uh, there. We can talk about the white too. I feel like, I feel, so let's let's break down all those scenarios. The okay. idea that a black dude is wearing a, a shirt that says, I only date black women. He hates his Most people. people, see. so the way that I would look at it is, mm-hmm. he, that's, that's him uplifting black women. Mm-hmm. Like, Nobody else is involved. Nobody. Yeah. It's not about anybody else. Right. It's about black women. Yeah. I'm uplifting them and showing yeah. them that I appreciate them. So that's what I what I gravitate towards. Yeah. And that's how I function. Now, if it's a, it's a black man who has, says I only date white women, it looks like he's automatically indirectly shitting on black women. Yes, right. absolutely. Like, yeah, I, don't, I, don't fuck with mine. <laughs> I like them over there. Isn't All that crazy perspective though yeah. about that? That's but how it is. But I think that's the same thing too because I think if you had a white man who had a shirt, who wore the shirt, I only date black women. I think white women have a huge we'll fucking some kind of way with about that. it. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's that. anyone. I think it's anything. If you're, if you're going to only date one, you know, type of gender and that gender isn't the, um, that type of female isn't your, the same racial color it's, that you are. Then yeah. It's, it's going to be an issue for sure. Weird about it. So I have a, I have a friend, um, who is a white woman and she only dates black men and that's just her thing. Yeah. And it doesn't like she's got she's got mad black friends. She's a cool girl. There's nothing wrong with her. But there's something about that that just feels weird for her to be like, yeah, I only fuck with black dudes. Like if a white dude even approaches, she she says to him, no, I only date black guys. You don't even don't even talk to me. Like, yeah. like it's 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 to become me, a it, part feti- of, it becomes fetishism. It become I, I think that's part of what it is. But at the same time, at the same time, just to you know throw some bail, I look at a lot of that a, a lot like what your favorite food is. Yeah. Like if you if you like pizza and that's what the fuck you like. Nobody's going to get upset at you for liking pizza or saying you're disrespecting, you know, uh, tacos or some shit like that. You like what you like. So if you're attracted more so to one type of person more often than not, that shouldn't necessarily be a problem. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, no, no it's weird. I have a friend like that too, who only dates primarily colored folk or primarily black men. And even with her, I, and I tell her, I'm, I'm really honest with my friend. I'm like, girl, you sound like you're fetishizing them because they're even no matter what, there are these stereotypes that come with black men. You know what I mean? And so they have. What are those stereotypes? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell us, tell us. Like what? There are certain stereotypes that come with black men, okay, that we all are well aware of. What? That we're all thugs? Are, you, are we talking about? No. That, that, we, that, that, that we, you guys are just more. That, that you guys are better in bed. We it's all just, got beards. It's just literally the universal. So when you say better in bed, you mean like we all like got good tongue game? Like what do you mean specifically? Just we, we got good. We got. Better. We got good. Talking skills. Yeah, like we, the pillow talk is like just all nope. of it is better. Oh, okay. Like <laughs> literally all of it right. is better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, we tried, Remy. We tried. <laughs> but I also feel like that's also you focus on what you're valued for, and black men have always been valued for their bodies, and so mm-hmm. that's where their focus is. And like, so a white man has been focused on his ability to support his family. And mm, that's where their focus is on. Yeah, and that's why they're they're, they're better adept at it. So, so just to even uh, dive into that a little bit, who who is mad about the fetishizing of black men? Who is mad about it? Who is mad? Because I don't think black men care. I, you know what? I don't think that they care until they get burned by it. So one mm-hmm. of my exes was married to a white woman, mm-hmm. and didn't realize that she was very like my married to. Um, who fetishized him? Mm-hmm. And when they got divorced and they were going through the divorce, that's the, that's when he started figuring it out. Like he knew that there were some things that were weird or just you know off, but it was really at the end when you know she's calling him a nigger and she's saying she'll call the police and get him killed oh, if he she doesn't wasn't really connected to him in any real way. She was. Uh, well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. But she like used that. her. She was definitely willing to use her privilege against him. So she was at yeah. his apartment. Yeah. They had already moved away from each other. She was at his apartment, and she, t- he was trying to get her to leave, and she wouldn't. And she mm. was like, "I'm staying." And what are you going to do about it? Nothing. You can call the police, and then I'll uh, just tell them that you hurt me. Mm. That's just a crazy. But the bitch. fact that she had the ability to do that, and he realized that's that. the truth. It's the and truth. he was married to her for three yeah. years, and they broke up. Like, like for like lack of affection reasons, like not because of this, but when this happened, it was like all of these things oh, that she man. really felt happened. So I think a lot of black men don't care about it initially because they get a benefit from it. But then at some point, that should well, I think that people, I think if, that, if that woman is like that, not all white women are like that. I think clearly. that's people in general. I think people don't care about a subject or a topic or a situation until it hits home, close at home. Yeah. I was talking to my friend of the day talking about how um, racism in the, in the in white culture, they don't really see it until something is until it's put right in front of their face in real time, and then they're like, "Oh, wait a minute, that was racist or whatnot." Yeah. And so it's just kind of how it is. Can I give you some, ask, give y'all some topics, and and I want y'all to tell us or tell me if y'all think we are too sensitive on those topics. Okay. Okay. So opinions on homosexuality, like I feel like we can't give our opinions on it. Because Boy. we're too I sensitive think we about are way it. Okay. Too sensitive. Let me say this. But then I'm also not part of that group, so let it's me, hard. I'll say this: opinions on homosexuality. 
I think uh negative opinions on homosexuality yeah. is a problem mm-hmm. and I, I i feel like because because then that to me in a, a negative opinion about homosexuality is no different than a negative pin, opinion on being black you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's just it's just a, a different flavor of something that you don't like mm-hmm. it's not something that you're you can connect to so you don't like it and that's you know that's just the two sides of a coin is racism versus homophobia mm-hmm. as far as transgenders that is a little different yeah. like I, so i think those are two different issues i feel, I feel really like, different about the two things yeah, as I well like, i feel like homosexuality more or less like people nobody Everyone's cares anymore accepting, yeah. yeah nobody cares anymore but transgenders have have kind of like taken over that well time. i would disagree that no one cared there are a lot of people well, that still do still, still care sure. and especially in the black communities and yeah. latino communities i don't have those who, conversations yeah and, and I, I don't have a conversation either because I think most people at the table don't care. Yeah. That's true. But I, I do think that if anyone ever, let's say just use social media for example, if someone posts a picture or meme about uh, two guys or you know together, someone's going to say, you know what, I don't believe in homosexuality. I think it's blah, blah, blah. Typically, that person gets reamed on yep. for, for giving their opinion yep. about that. Yep. And part of me feels like I think people should be allowed to give their opinion nope. and state it without <laughs> being harassed. That's, isn't that well, the freedom of speech? Yeah, but right. So, but harassment yes, is freedom of speech exactly. too. Exactly. So if you if you're gonna say something ne- and like I said, talking about you know race in in the same uh, argument or whatever, if somebody, let's say you're in a, a, a completely diverse group and somebody white in there has something to say about like a black family, something negative, just just for no, more or less no reason, then it's like, well, what 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 is what is your basis behind that like mm-hmm. why do you feel the way you feel about that people are gonna have questions people are gonna mm-hmm. ask questions and people are gonna you know dig into them yeah I, I don't think it should be any different with people questioning something about homosexuality not if what it really comes down to especially with homosexuality is if it's not your business why are you worried about it yeah you know what i'm saying like you don't nobody's trying to fuck you right let, let people fuck whoever they want to fuck and let's keep it moving i think with the uh, the issues with homosexuality okay so i think you have the huge umbrella of, of you know gay which I think for most enlightened people, they're comfortable with. And like, even if you aren't comfortable with, I think the conversation is easier to have. Mm-hmm. But I think with a conversation with transsexuals, the way they've approached it, it's like you can't have any conversation without everyone going like crazy on you. You know, so it's like, should there was a, a meme going around, or not a meme, but like a, just a question discussion mm-hmm. post. And it was like, you know, transsexuals, should they, do they need to disclose, you know, prior to sexual engagement that they, mm-hmm. you know, if they've already had the operation, whatever the case is, that, yeah. you know, whatever. And a lot of them are like, no. And I was like, I disagree with that. Absolutely wrong. You know, yeah. like that's wrong to me. Well, they're a female now. You don't ask. No, mm-hmm. that's like, but I feel like you can't have those conversations or, or I posted on my Facebook about transsexuals not being allowed to, um, to perform or to be in like CrossFit games or you know yeah. physical games under the, their new gender because there's you know obviously biological advantages. For Absolutely. And, and people are arguing about that, and I'm like, how do you argue with facts? And it's not an equal. It's not an equal uh, playing ground for the, the women who don't have the, the the biological makeup that that person does. Yeah. And so so, but I do think. That celebrities, I do, I do agree that the transgender community can be a little too sensitive about us talking about it. 
especially in like for celebrities, for someone, I can't remember who it was, but for someone who didn't want to kiss a a transgender woman. And the genuine, with the genuine, I think it was genuine, think it was genuine. and they went off on him. But genuine is entitled to not want to kiss, not want to kiss a transgender anyone, right. anyone in general, but especially a transgender person. Like it doesn't mean he doesn't like transgender people, but he's yeah. entitled to to that. I think people can be too sensitive around that topic. I've been saying this for a while, like because they 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 like transgenders have been introduced and then they still want to act like genders are still binary it's like no there's men there's women there's trans men there's trans women so like i'm into women i'm not into trans women at mm. all like, mm-hmm. i have no interest in any woman who's who's ever been anything other than a woman her yeah. entire life yeah. you know what i'm saying that, and that, that's where it stops there's yeah. no more conversation to have yeah. am i is there something wrong with me because i feel no, that way absolutely Fuck not me. absolutely not but <laughs> on the same token that kind of you know delves into the argument about say racial preference if you only prefer to date say white women as a white man does that does that make you seem like there's something wrong with you because you're not willing to try something outside of that because it's yeah. that's basically the same conversation yeah i don't think there's anything wrong i don't think anybody's ever had an issue with white men only dating white women no yeah. Like, no one's had an issue with it. No. It's a non-thing. That's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's a non-thing. Yeah. And I agree. It just isn't. You know, black men... Well, are- you know you know where where, where that actually comes into play is, like, what it will, what will actually happen is it'll be, like, a white man who is with a black woman mm-hmm. and then people having a problem with that relationship. It won't play itself out as, like, white men only dating white women. It'll be like, well, why is he with her? Like what? What is this relationship about? Absolutely. Yeah. You never hear black women really complaining about white men dating black 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 women. I think it's but, but I think it's, it's white low, women. It's I think white women complain. Though. It is a lower percentage, but yeah. it still happens. But I think it happens. Well, I think people complain more. I think white women will complain more about that white man dating that black woman more so hearing it from the black culture. I, I rarely hear black men complaining about black women dating white men. So when when I think uh, black women. Talk about a uh, a black man dating a white woman. I think for her that's more personal because it's like I feel like I'm being rejected. But people who have an issue with a white man dating a black woman, they're thinking about like black community, black mm-hmm. families. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Continuing that type of thing, and they're feeling like that that you know that that's up against it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's interesting, too, because you have to, like, look at a broader sense when you're talking about the black woman versus, you know, white man, white man, um, white woman versus black man, because a lot of the beauty standards are centered to white women. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And the most protected, the reason why we laugh about the Karens, but the reason why there are Karens is because the most protected class, like the most, I say, like the most protected human being in this entire world is a white woman. Okay? Like, oh, Lord Jesus. It is a white, they, they are the most protected, but they are most protected because who's protecting them? White men. And yeah. I just so, think that white men do a better job. So my, my favorite commentary on the privilege of white women comes from a stand-up comedian named uh, Michelle Wolf. And in her latest Netflix special, she talks about how white women are able to play every side of any argument because yeah. mm. they're, you know, more or less protected. Like they can be they can be feminists against white men, but at the same time they, they can oppress black people. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like mm-hmm. so like that that's one class of people who they need they need to be 
uh, brought out to the forefront more and, and you know told like this the, the, this is this is your role and this is if you're not trying to advocate but at the same time playing a victim mm-hmm. you're you're playing both sides and you're full but of see shit. being a white yeah. woman is hard because I mean relatively speaking right but being a white woman is there is some level of difficulty with that right because you are still an oppressed class right. you still are a woman and yeah. so yeah. at some so, level you will be victimized by men yeah. however right. because you are white you are also in terms of like the totem pole and the pecking order you're above a lot of people exactly. so you can not only be the oppressed but you can be the oppressor For we sure. see that with black men too black men are obviously an oppressed class and they can also be an oppressor as well like it happens. Same thing with black women. Black women tend to be the lowest at the bottom of the of the totem pole, so we don't got much people we can impress. But in general, all right. Yeah. Here's another question. Another topic. Other races saying nigger. I'll be too sensitive around it. it. I can't stand it. Not nigger. Not and not not calling someone a nigger, yeah. but nigger. Like nigger. That's like I'll be but not standing, but I'll be too sensitive about it. Yeah. I, I mean, too sensitive. I. I can't speak to whether or not I'm too sensitive about it. I just don't like it, and it, it, I, I can't change how I feel about it. Like, in it, like, so I remember I was in this Facebook group one time. It was, it was with a bunch of white dudes, bunch of gamers or whatever, and they're talking about shit. Um, some some post about something to do with the game or whatever, and then mm. one of the dudes who I know is not a black dude throws that throws the nigga out there. Mm. He just throws it out, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what is what is that about? <laughs> yeah. And he's like. What are you talking about? I thought you were cool. And I was like, I'm not as cool as you think. <laughs> like, don't, don't make assumptions like that about me. Uh, like, you're, 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 you're not the kind of person who should be saying anything like that. So cut it out. And then that kind of just... Was he, so he's white? Was he white? I don't, even, I don't know what the fuck he was. Yeah. I just know it didn't... I didn't feel right about it. See, I don't, get, I don't get bothered by it anymore. I go to a, I go to a dope... dope. Oh, sorry, great. No, so, finish your thought. So how you just touched on whether or not he was white. So there are um, Spanish people I know from like New York or whatever who mm-hmm. say it and it doesn't bother me at all. Like, so I think it depends on who I have to know something about you and I have to know enough yeah. that when you're saying it, it doesn't come from what I feel is like an ignorant place. Okay. Got I you. think it's based on culture. Like you get, uh, I don't think anybody gets, gets a pass. But I think you get more of a pass culturally if you look a certain way, right? Like if you're Eminem and you say nigger, it feels different than if you were The Bachelor and said nigger, right? Like it just feels a little bit different because one is in the culture and one isn't in the culture. You would think if Eminem says nigger he wouldn't, right? But (laughs) but I can see Post Malone saying it. Maybe less. I I think I think it'd be less blowback by Eminem for sure. You know, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm actually okay. not that. I, I give Spanish Spanish people a pass. But the thing about it, Sp- most Spanish people look white. You don't know. That's but the true. craziest thing, okay, so this is what kind of tripped me out. So I'm really against it. I don't like when other but other people who are not obviously black say it. It bothers me. But I also realized with Spanish people, they have the craziest freaking genes. Like we're talking about being mixed. Forget being mixed. Be Spanish because, like, my friend Rena is black she's afro um, latina but then if you look at her son her son looks white yeah Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and same thing like her 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 man looks like he's a white facing spanish person Mm -hmm. but his his dad is black as hell you know what i mean so it's like it's really weird like a lot of my friends who are they look like they're white or they Mm -hmm. look like you know Mm -hmm. latina right but like obviously the whiter version of it but then their parents are black yeah 
Yeah, see, I don't have a... And so they feel like that that's part of their culture. It's yeah. part of who they are. So it's harder with Latinos. I um, I go to a... Yes, I go to a, I go to a barber. Obviously, I don't have any hair, hair on my head. But for my beard, I go to a, a spy over in Panada's Park called Fade Masters. And most of the barbers in there are predominantly Puerto Rican or of Hispanic descent. And they say nigga all the time. All yeah. the time. And I'm not... And honestly, I'm not bothered by it because... Most Puerto Ricans really are a. They say they're black. They are, they are black. They are black, and they they may move a little different. But if you, they have face like like black men, they have the beard shaped like black men. They play, they play hip hop. They play. Child, so for me, I'm not bo- like two two cousins away from all, yeah. All and so I, I'm not bothered by them saying saying the word nigga. I'm not offended offended by it, but I do feel some kind of way if a white girl. if if a white a white friend a white person says. Nigga, and he's not saying it in a disrespect. He's using it in the same manner as the, my, the, the guys in the, in, that are Puerto Rican or whatever. Yes. Right. But I think it's to your point that maybe I need to know you a little bit more to understand where you're coming from about it. I think it's cultural. It. Like if you if you're wearing the cultural clues to show that you at some level respect or in our culture, you'll get a pass. Because then you, you you can be argue that you might not even be white. You might just be somebody who's really light skinned, right? You yeah. don't necessarily know looking at them. So if I see somebody who is like more urban, who's more tapped in, versus somebody who's wearing like a polo and boat shoes, you know, I, I'm gonna feel really different. There's a feeling like like when you hear somebody say it, it's gonna it's gonna touch you in a in a, in a certain way mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna be like. Wait a minute, no. Yeah. No, you can't, no. Or you can be like, oh, yeah, what's up, nigga? Like, it is what it is. Yeah. You just move on. Are we too sensitive about, like, female and male, like, and just in general about the differences between the two of them? Yes. Oh, going back to the transgender thing? No, 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 not, no. no, not even the transgender. Like, so the fact that females and males are different, we're different we can't do the same right Right. like they're almost like the feminist movement has kind of come up and it's like we are equal we are equal and i think like people get equal mixed up with the exact same Mm -hmm. right but it's like we are equal in terms of spirit and in terms of capability but we are not the same at all Mm. you know so it's I feel like there's almost become to the point where it's un-PC to say like that a, a man is stronger than a woman. Like yeah. it's so we're so yeah. sensitive now that we I can't agree, I would agree with that. the regular my, yeah. facts. My favorite goes back to stand-up comedians again and Michelle Wolf has acknowledged that men typically are stronger than women and that's not something that can be ignored and and I think Eliza biology. Schlesinger has, has said the same thing. Like it's this isn't something that, that should be taboo. Like it's, it's a pretty... Now granted there are there some strong ass women out there than some men absolutely but the average man See, is stronger me. than the average woman that's just yeah. nature but yeah. outside of that there's no like real uh outside of systemic things advantage that men have over women like yeah. intellectually we, yeah. we are more or less on the same level i think men might be a little dumber emotionally when it comes to uh nature sometimes yes. than women but yeah. that's just you know there's just the differences that yeah. we're talking about yeah I, 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 I don't know who's to blame for that i don't want to blame the feminist movement because the feminist movement is so, yeah, important, I so important but so i think they played a huge factor in in not being able to Say that. Yeah. So yeah. You know? let's talk about that for a moment. Um, have you guys heard the difference between feminism versus womanism? No. But I'm so, sure you're going to tell us. Yeah. So right. wom- womanism is like is the uh, is like the more all encompassing like 
it, it includes women of color and it doesn't necessarily elevate white women in the same way whereas okay. feminism is really in the has, relation of feminism white women. feminism has kind of been bastardized in a lot of ways because yeah. a lot of it is fighting for things that at the end of the day you might think like is that really is that really real or is that does that really even matter is that for me oh you the man um you're <laughs> like does that really even matter like right. like you guys remember the whole free the nipple movement yeah. how's everybody feel about that my nipples I are always free. I don't remember. <laughs> all I'm going to yeah, say is I love nipples, so, so y'all can free but, them. But this it, is a problem. Like, literally all my guy friends are like, why? <laughs> but, what <laughs> they it, hate me. but what it caters to is the idea that men can be topless on Instagram, but women, if you if you show your nipples on Instagram, you're going to get flagged. Yeah. So I remember like, that now, yeah. And, and feminism. But can we just, like, speak the like state the facts. The boobs on a woman are just different than boobs on a guy. They are. That's you what they know? are different. At no yeah. point when a man has a boob, unless he's a transsexual, is like a man with a boob an attractive yeah. thing? Female right? boobs yeah. are sexualized automatically. They yeah. are, and, and we benefit from it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's like it's hard. You know, so, I always say like if you're gonna like the woman who's like, oh, I, I'm not gonna clean the house. Why do I have to clean the house? Well, you have to clean the house if you're a housewife, right? Like you you pick what level or where you wanna be. But yeah, I think it's weird. I feel like it's so, it's it's so different. You ain't with the Frida nipple. No, Elle, Elle got some big ass never mind. First of all, I did not need that. <laughs> but second myself. of all, Oh, listen, do you need to, like, do I feel like women should have the right to breastfeed in public? Absolutely. Yeah. Right? For sure. Do I think that a woman needs to go to jail for showing her nipple? No, I don't. <coughs> right? I don't think that it needs Excuse to me. be that way. But I think culturally, if we all decide that, you know what, a woman should wear a top, not that big of a deal. It's hard because I kind of fall on both, but I also am super hippie nudist, mm-hmm. kind of. Right? Like, when I had an apartment, I literally didn't wear clothes. So, like, I honestly feel mm-hmm. like they're just, they're just boob sacks. Like, they're just sacks of fat. But they're different. And they yeah. have a different feel. And we, benefit. I think, I think a lot and we benefit from that. I think a lot of time it comes from people, people want to be able to have it and but not be ridiculed for about it. it. You know? But Everybody wants the perks for it. Here's another topic. I, when I, think this one is, I think people are super sensitive about this. Opinions on other people's parenting techniques. Ooh. Like people are not open to hearing other ways. Like you can't even comment on what someone is doing for their child. I was saying this earlier, like maybe earlier in the season, just that we as a whole are not community based. We're very like we've gotten so annoyed with people being in our business that we're no longer communities. And so we do things independently. But the independence does not work. Like it's just literally, it's a, it's to me, it's very selfish unless you have really like abusive parents or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. But you need to use the people around you because that's going to be the benefit to the child. Yeah. Right. Like if you are doing something and it's not working, use the people around you to figure out something that will. But yeah. so many people won't. Because you're not going to know how to be the best parent all the time. You got to grow into that. It's gonna you're going to do so many things wrong. And obviously, I'm not a parent, but. There are times, huh? Yeah, yeah. There are times where I, I see some people doing some things in my family, and I want to give my opinion on it. And I say, well, maybe you should try this. And they get so defensive, you know? Yeah. And so I, and I think you see that even on social media. Like, you can't even comment and say, <laughs> well, you should be whipping that child. Like, whatever. Different parenting techniques. I know I got my ass whipped all yeah. the time, and I'm not saying it's right, because yeah. I, I probably, I, at this moment, if I had a child, would not whip my child. But I get it. I was a badass child. 
You know what I mean? And but I came out okay. Yeah. But maybe I'm the the exception. Yeah. Right? So or, Louis C.K. has a joke about that. This man loves some comedians. I do, I do. You love Louis C.K. too, but I'm, I, I, as soon as you said it, I was like, I get his personality so much right now because yeah. it's so in who you are. I posted about this the other day. If you, if, I can pretty much uh, talk about anything in terms of stand-up comedian jokes or Drake lyrics. <laughs> um, so, so Louis C.K. had one joke where he was talking about um, parents beating their kids and he started to joke off basically chastising parents who beat their kids he's like i'm not gonna put my hands on my kids and i can't believe people would do that it's crazy ridiculous whatever 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 then he he moved into the idea of like well but at the same time i understand why yeah because in some situations you don't necessarily have time to sit down and talk to this child and try to Work reason, with reason yeah, with them. To, to work with them in a way that you know, th- like it takes a lot more work to discipline a child um, with with your words than it than with a whip. Yes, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like like a whooping is straight to the point. Like you shouldn't have fucking did that. Whap whap whap, and move on. Everybody knows you know what they did mm. wrong, and now we're done. Inst- like what what parents are expected to do now is to sit you down and have a conversation with you and kids you know like they got ADD and stuff like that now like they're not listening they're not really trying to have a conversation with you but you got to be patient enough to actually do that I think women should still be a like, thing fine do, like the fact that it's think, practically outlawed is ridiculous to me do you think that the, the fact that we're getting rid of this quote unquote generational curses that some of the things that we're getting away with aren't actual curses but they're actually things that helped like Keep helped us. developed you yeah helped actually they were actually tried true processes that showed they worked there, there are a lot of people out there that believe this is the black community that whipping black people black parents whipping their kids is an old slave master mentality that's been passed down yeah. that we are only whipping our kids because the slave master whipped us and we're passing that anger and that 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 part down to generations. But I, if I had never, if I had never known about slavery, mm-hmm. if I had never known the history of slavery, and one day tomorrow I woke up and I had a kid, and he's he's being a badass kid, something in me naturally feels like I would want to spank that kid's ass. Like, and I, I don't know anything about you that. You know, you want to dis- discipline your child. Sometimes putting them in a the corner is not enough. Especially black people who say they don't discipline their kids in that way. I just look at them kind of crazy because of all people, of all of the, the adults in the world who cannot be undisciplined is a black child. And so if you're not going to be the one to discipline them, best believe that somebody oh, yes. else will. You know, now, do I agree that the discipline should be anger based? No, I think oh, you yeah, should that's actually. A, that's the big problem. Right yeah, there. I think you need to get over your anger. So if you're yeah. in a place where you're too hot to do it, then don't do it. Mm. But if you can separate the two, then yes, you should 110% discipline your child. I am with it. I am all these people who are like anti. I don't care. I don't care. Because as a kid, I literally remember like making decisions based on getting whoopings. Yeah. Yeah. Like I literally. Right. You can't Absolutely. Tell, you can't Absolutely. tell me it's not effective. Yeah. Because I remember getting ready to do something. I ain't do a whole shit. lot of shit because I ain't want my daddy with my ass. Like, nope. Okay. For that. Yeah. I was just like, you know what? I'm the consequences out. I'm gonna get a whooping for that. Yeah. I used to literally in my head be like, my mama is crazy. This is how I literally would yeah. think. I would be like, my mama is crazy. I can't. Like so, what she does in response to this is is more crazy than I want to do. Did y'all ever see the Bill Cosby skit he did a long time ago mm-hmm. when he talked about he, he got whipped at night 
for things he didn't even do. He didn't right. he, in the middle of the night. His mama would come in there and just whoop him. Yeah, and you know he was like, I didn't even do nothing. That's, that's what the shit you about to do. <laughs> so let's, let's go ahead and talk about. I'd love to see somebody who was never whipped as a child. I do actually I, know one of them, a, and he came out as pretty adjusted. But then I also. It's interesting because when I see him in in moments of extreme like stress, stress and all, but not just stress, like when people uh, uh, moments of oppression and even mm. white men can feel this because he's white, he's white and Jewish, but because he's Jewish, but even white men can feel moments of oppression. Oppression is universal. We just they just tend to be the oppressor more than anything, right? But there are moments when I see him in oppression and I don't feel like he knows how to handle it. Yeah, I. I I can sit here and say right now that if I ever do have a child, which I don't think is likely at this point, that I would definitely go out of my way not to spank my child. I'm going to do my very best not to spank my child because part of me does feel like that is a negative characteristic to pass down. Yeah. Especially if in forms of domestic abuse and things like that, and not being able to understand but the anger. But do you think that you would, you would spank your child in the same manner that, like, you think you would spank your child to the point that it would be abuse? Like, so you said earlier, this is let's deep, let's like mm-hmm. let's go through that. Okay, you said earlier there were things that you didn't do because you were scared, absolutely, of getting a whooping, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you know that that as a child, a huge factor in determining whether or not you were going to do something, and can you look back now at those things that you were going to do? And see that they were probably bad decisions i would agree with that absolutely okay so if it stopped you from doing things that you can see now were bad decisions why are you hesitant to adopt that for your own child if you were to have one because Society. i don't think we know exactly how it, each child is going yeah. to respond I to being hit right and so there are times when i look back in my childhood where it was borderline abuse yeah. from my dad between the, the whooping Listen. or being being bad <laughs> and it's the difference between being abused though? don't you think like, so this is the thing where do I, you draw the line the how do you I know how to draw the line sure. this is the thing I always say it's like we go from one extreme to the next remember back in the day when we were younger everybody was outside playing mm-hmm. like nobody was in you couldn't even be in the house your parents literally wouldn't let you in the house yeah. and then a couple of kids got kidnapped and, and <laughs> it sucks it sucks <laughs> right but like less than one percent of the population of, of kids altogether had got kidnapped yeah. and because of that you go out now and there's literally zero kids outside right everybody keeps their kids inside protected oh, right shit. And so you're like, that feels, to me, that feels like a overcorrection, like a, 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 a crazy, cor- like for me, if you realize that that was really an effective thing for you when you were growing up, however, you realize that your father took it too far, mm-hmm. right? To me, the correction would be, all right, let me put some, some standards in place or put some boundaries in place so that. A, I still do it because it was effective, mm. but B, that I don't take it too far instead of saying, I'm not going to do it at all. So I think L just inadvertently made a, a case for why we need to open America back up. <laughs> okay, maybe. Cause, Let's cause talk about it. speaking, only like 2% of people um, who get who get it are dying. Mm-hmm. So if, if the idea is that, you know, we just going to have to sacrifice 2% in order to have the economy going again. That's that's how things have to go. Have you ever watched? This is a side topic. We can get get back on. Have you ever watched real quick uh, Westworld on HBO? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So right now, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. I've just seen the full. I've just seen the first season. All right. Well, in the current episode, 
they reveal that they've been trying to remove the outliers mm-hmm. from the from society because they've been trying to get things in order. Okay. But because the outliers or the people who cause in the earth and whatever to, to happen, I think there will always be outliers mm-hmm. that Absolutely. no matter what you do, you can't really know well, the difference. I think that's true. I think well, why we're also so sensitive, which is a great point, is because we take things as a personal criticism to ourselves. So like yeah. for me, I am I believe in spanking. I don't believe in abuse, though. Like I don't believe I've seen it in other I haven't experienced it, but I've seen it where spanking has been taken to a next level. Now, however, I didn't experience that. So I know that spanking can be very effective mm-hmm. and also not abusive, right? Mm-hmm. So I know that there's an in-between. However, if you don't spank your kids, I don't, I'm not gonna judge you, you know, as a parent and say, oh my God, she doesn't spank her kids and like she's terrible. Because there are other ways that you could discipline your child. Yeah. However, sure. I just know that's an effective tool for me. But I think for a lot of people, what they'll see is, especially if you look at vegans or like these outlier people, they're mm-hmm. like, if I'm doing it and you're not doing it, you're wrong. Yeah. Every, every yeah. child is different. Every child for needs sure. something different. Yeah. For sure. So you might this- need a child to be laid hands on. It just kind of depends on the kid that you have. My parents would actually, they didn't, I didn't get beat a lot. I mean, I got <clears throat> beat, but I didn't get beat a lot. It would be like, literally, I got caught stealing one day. When I was in elementary school, I stole a popsicle from <laughs> from the corner store. You motherfucker. Yes. Oh my god. And I was so fucking stupid because I like was so psyched that I got away with it and I ate it and I was trying to eat it in front of the corner store. Like I just <laughs> came out of. Wow. I clearly did not steal. Got caught. They my babysitter at that point. I used to walk with the girls who lived downstairs. I was in New York, so everybody lived on top of each other. And their babysitter would walk me home. And so she goes home and tells my dad, and like that's one of the few times I got like beat, like really beat, you know yeah. what I mean? But then that made sense to me, right? Like that's a really big thing. Stealing in the store is huge. But like other things like getting in trouble in school, oh my God, my parents didn't beat me for that. They would just be like, you know what? I'm so disappointed in you. I think you just need to go sit down. <laughs> Here's the last one, then we can move on. Let's try to keep it within five or 10 minutes. Are we going long? We're long. So. Men not allowed of being critical of women without blowback. So let me preface it like this. Oh, Lord. Women. Yes, we are being too sensitive. Women can say too stuff sensitive. about men, right, mm-hmm. amongst their homegirls, whatever. Like, oh, he he too short. Oh, his dick too small. Oh, he don't make no money, blah, blah, blah. But then the man said, oh, her ass is too flat. Or... She too, it's, totally, we get blowback. Totally, totally too sensitive. I'm, I'm, I completely understand the double scenario. Like women, we will tell men they're fat, their dick is too small, their stroke game is weak, right? But like in the respect, if they turn around and be like, "Pussy, your pussy is, is whack, your pussy dry," yeah, or she's, you know, she's fat, or she's get too loose, yeah, whatever. She's oh, get over. Oh, pussy. sorry. Okay, get sorry, over it. Get bad. over it. Okay. Or it's your like stretch marks, whatever the case is, it's a big problem. But I, I, you know, okay, so it's, we're too sensitive, but I understand why we're sensitive. There are a lot of body shaming of women over the history. Well, well, because like women. And hypersexualization of women, for sure. Hypersexualization of women. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to unsolicited advice. For you too, eh? No, we're going to have trouble with you. But let me give you a little advice. What? That. <laughs>
All right, guys, I have searched the internet, the interwebs. The interwebs. And I found some pretty fun unsolicited advice pieces. All right, so the first one, they're pretty short. All right, the first one. Let's say a man you deal with and you've been dealing with them for a long time in a sexual manner. Fucking. Yeah, fucking. Proposes to you. Y'all in love and whatever and all that good shit until out of the blue you found out he has a 12-year-old daughter. He has not seen the child, nor does he have, nor does he want anything to do with the child. The mother tries endlessly to get him um, connected, but she's finally reached out to you as her last resort. Mm. With regards to your relationship, he has been perfect. He is considerate. He's connected. He's all of those things. Do you, what do you do? Do you stay with a man who has pretty much abandoned his child? I think it depends on if you want kids. Really? If you want I agree. kids, there's a very likely for you. It's very likely for you to end up in that same situation um, if things don't necessarily work out. But if you don't want kids, you're in a perfect situation. Yeah. Um, I think that I would have to find out what's the reasoning as why as to why he's not involved in his child's life. What if he just doesn't like the baby mama? That's it. I think it's unacceptable. I think it's unacceptable to be in your exactly. child's life and you I mean you no one no only know that you have a child in the world. Yeah. Right? And so I if I didn't want kids, I don't think I would have that big of a problem about it. I would have a conversation about it. Like, yo, I I think it's irresponsible for you to not be in your child's life. But I say that coming from a perspective of what it, knowing what it feels like to not have the, my dad in my life and growing up with it. Yeah. And so I've always vowed that I would never put some a child through that situation of how I felt. Yeah. You know, but I don't think I would not date the person anymore if we had a great relationship. But I would need to understand the why. You yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. I, to me, I think that's a great point for what you're saying in terms of. Uh, whether or not you want to have children to me as I would look at it as an overall thing it it to me is a huge character flaw right like you're seeing some level of his integrity and while you're with that person in the first you know two or three years you don't know what it's going to look like in 10 or 15 years but to me that's a snapshot right it tells you that he can be disconnected to something that is his very own you know um, and so I would need to understand, A, that relationship with that baby mother, but also understand what steps he's taken to try to bridge that gap. And if he hasn't, but yeah, to me, it would be it would kind of be a deal breaker. Because I just, how, even if you don't, even if I don't have kids with him, even if I decided that kids was not what I wanted to do, how does that, how is that kind of person going to take care of you in your older age? You know what I mean? Like, or if I were to get into an accident, you know, how would that person hold me down? You know, when you're marrying someone or you're like deciding that you're going to do life with someone the long way, you know, I need them to be a stand up. But a, show up. a lot of people date people who aren't involved in their child's life yeah. because it's easy. Think about it. Your, your dating life is going to be easier it's when the more, child is not involved and not part I of the decisions. It's, it's I, easier. It's, it's so, so much easier. easier. And I, I think also just the nature of, of, you know, being a parent makes it significantly easier for a man to 
disconnect from his child for whatever reason like if he don't fuck with the baby mama maybe he didn't want want to have a kid with her in the first place yeah. whatever the reason is it, it sounds fucked up at the end of the day but like he didn't want to be a part of that no way mm-hmm. it's so weird because i'm like a daddy's girl so to me it's just it's like crazy when people say that women are more connected to their moms than they are to their dads because it's a little girl like i yeah, I don't believe that. My, oh, what? My dad could not go anywhere. Like, I feel bad for him now because I was <laughs> a terrorist. Like, my dad, I wanted to be up under him all. He was the best thing, like, literally walking the earth. And so, I mean, obviously, I'm really, really tight with my mom, even to this day. But, like, my dad was it when I was younger. And so we had a much better connection, I think, than me and my mom did at that point in my life. And so it's weird that that people really think that men don't connect as strongly with their children. Like, there's this, this thought that men don't connect as strongly with their children as women. But I don't. I haven't really heard that. I mean, I, I, I've heard that. I think men. People I think. Say, I think, oh, I think people. Mom, right. Well, that's what people. I say. think. I think it depends on. I think a lot of times they say boys are, are mama's girls, mm-hmm. and the girls are daddy's girls, and that's not always the case. But I do think that I don't. I've never heard that men don't have a deeper a emotional connection. With their children. Well, I mean, that's what Remy just said. Yeah. You grew up with both parents. Yeah. See that? So that that is by itself, like I think, a, a circumstance that allows you to be able to connect as much with both parents. Mm. But in a situation where this is just the baby mama and that's but like, just so her. my brother did not connect it at all with his ex-wife or mm. his ex-fiance. His baby girl literally was same like I was when mm. I was a kid. Connected. They didn't live together. Whatever the case is. So he would take her every weekend, but she would ball to leave and she would cry throughout the week to come back. And it wasn't like her her mom's an excellent human being. Like, she just wanted her dad. Oh, yeah. So from the kid's perspective, it's fucked up either way. Like the the 12-year-old not being able to have both both of his his or her parents. Oh, I have such an un-PC question. But But for the guy as a a parent, I, I... it's not it's not unusual it's not unusual it's not unusual for a man to just not be connected to his children all right guys let's go ahead and move on to that sounds about right all right sippers it is that time of the episode where we play that sounds about right where we have well i played six songs for the the table they need to guess the name of the song or the name of the artist before one another and before you um these songs range from 90s to current day you can find these songs on the all tea no shade podcast playlist from going way 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 back and to my left we have miss l five foot five (laughs) of all personality (laughs) going against across the table from where you from with me uh detroit from detroit michigan Michigan. all 100 (laughs) And 65 pounds of him. I don't know how much you weigh. I'm yeah, just guessing. That's a little high. <laughs> <laughs> let's not talk about it. Battling against, <laughs> against L. And to my right in the right corner, we have Mr. Shea himself, who's been quiet all six foot four. How tall are you? Somewhere in him, six two. Shea is a lot of man. Six one. He's lying. He's no, he's six two from St. Croix. St. Croix. He doesn't know his music, but he thinks he does. Here we go. Are y'all ready to rumble? I'm ready. Mm. Sippers, are you ready Ladies to rumble? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! 
L has not won in a while, so. Well, you can kiss my ass. Thank you. You hey, might do well this well, time. The champ is back now, so. Ooh, <laughs> Remy has been doing pretty I'm good when he when he when he's been here. <laughs> he he's challenging you, Shay. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, did I used to win more than Tony? I used to win more than. Tony. Oh yeah, you did. Okay, so Tony yeah, tried yeah, to come yeah, on yeah, Facebook yeah. and tell me that I had trash taste and that did, that he used to kill me in this. Twenty. Travis Scott? No. I don't like Travis Scott. <laughs> Travis Scott? Yeah, he might do the beat, but it's not. No. Travis Scott? He might do the beat, but it's not. No. OT Genesis? No. Whatever. Kodak Black? <laughs> hey, I like this though, low key. Hey. This motherfucker just run Moana with a man booty. <laughs> Who? Man booty with a hoodie? No. I just like to shout out to Moana. Listen. Listen to the voice. No Lil Wayne? No. Is that? Uh, it's a white boy. Yeah, I know it's called Jeezy. Jeezy. Oh, I couldn't think of it. I couldn't think of it. Jeezy. It's called Mona. Jeezy does not sound white at all. He sounds white to me. Does he? He sounds like a white dude with a little flavor. That's it. <laughs> he don't never sound like me. All right. He almost sound like Drake. Like, almost. Give that one to Shay. Give that one to Shay. This next one. Hey, you're going to have to send me that. <laughs> you can so find them. You can find them on the All Tino Shay Spotify playlist. All right. <laughs> Got him. Like I'm a Got customer. <laughs> All right, Jay. He's a customer. Home. All right, so I'm, I got I got to start this at the right spot because if I, if I start in the beginning, it takes too long for you to hear the guy's voice. That I need you to know who that guy's voice is. Give me one second. What if you knew the music before the voice? I mean, come All right, on. here we go. Because yeah. then you won't you won't know you're, you're guessing the wrong person because it's a feature. All right, this song came out in 2020 as well. It's Tory Lanez, but it's not his song. Oh. Oh, French Montana? Yeah, French Montana. How you, you, you know the song? I know the voice. That's what I said. It's probably one of his remixes, man. Huh? This is a new song called Cold. They really be up on the new shit, don't they? <laughs> he really do. <laughs> That's French Montana preaching uh, Tory Lanez. I don't really like French Mo- French Montana like that. Either. Never been a fan, but I like this song because it's upbeat. Yeah. So. You be on hot new hip hop all day every day. What's that? So you be on the site hot new hip hop all day every day. <laughs> I used to love that site. I used to love that site, bro. But you know, honestly, I use Spotify. All right, two zip, two zip. This song came out in. Ooh, this is a 2022. It's a 20, not 2022, but 2020 as well. It's been a long time. That's Trey Song. Correct. Yeah. I knew that. Oh. <laughs> oh I, didn't, I, didn't hear, I didn't even hear that part. So this is Trey Song featuring Summer, Summer Walker. Oh, How do you have that camera in the back, though? It. This is on his new song, his new album. Have you heard a new album yet? Trey Song got a new album out. Mm-hmm. No, I don't really listen to Trey Song's albums. Trey Song's albums are actually typically pretty good. Really? Yeah, but I have not listened to this one thoroughly enough to give an official opinion on it. 
So I'm gonna hold off on it. Was the last one he put out before this one Trigger? Was that? That's the last one I listened to. Um, that was a while ago. Yeah. I can't remember. This song's called Back Home. So Trey Songs featuring Summer Walker. Well, it's a good good vibe. Okay, okay. So we're on the board. So it's two one, two one. Almost had the sweep. Almost had it. I think L ain't playing. She trying. She still don't know what he's. <laughs> might know this one though. This one came out in two thousand two. Two thousand two. You got to be on this one though. You got to be on it. Great. Trick daddy. That's outcast. Damn, Shay is on it. Trick Daddy, but it's not though. I got six songs. I'm playing six songs. What's the name of the song though? In the wind. Oh, in the wind. Yeah. Hey, I lived in Florida when that shit hot. So yeah, this song was hot, boy. People still love this song. Remy, you know this song? Hell, you not know this song? All right, all right. So it's so it's three one. 3-1, 3-1, but it's not over. It's not over. I have six over? songs. Oh, no, shit, I have six. Right. Oh, halfway there. Halfway there. Actually, I just need one more. You just need one more. This one, I don't know if y'all are going to get. We'll see. This one came out in 2018. Ooh. No. It's a feature. She's on it, but it's... That's Neo. Correct. Yeah. But who? Hell, you know who that was? Come on. What's the feature, though? Uh, the feature is Baby. Hold on. Shit, we keeping it close. Baby Rexa and Stefan Don. Okay, Stefan Don, yeah. It's called Pushback. Stefan Don. That's a good That's a good pull. That's a good pull. That was a good pull, right? That's a good one. It's a good one. I'm surprised that Remy knew that. He knew Neo's voice, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that, was a, that was a good song, though. I still vibe out to that one. Did he play that in his battle? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. So it's 2-2. Nah. Two, two. So L is a... Is a, is a uh, wait, wait, wait. No, it's 3-2. Two. Get it right. 3-2. Two. Oh, it's 3-2. Three, 3-2. Two. Three, two. Oh, oh, so he's trying to tie it here. He's trying to tie it. My bad, Shay. My bad. This one came out in 2019. Let's see if L can keep it from... Oh, is it her bag? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kelly Rowland? No. no. Are we on Sierra? Sierra. <laughs> well played. Is it called Nana? I know. I, I haven't known any of these songs. <laughs> I'm situated where I literally can see the names. <laughs> Why are you cheating? Don't well, cheat. I saw it, so I can't play. Don't look at it. You're uh, literally right next to like, me. I gotta look it's never it. been a problem before. I, I don't think it's... I think your new your new laptop is just making Why me too Why are you cheating? Fair. I just kept seeing them, so I didn't want to laugh. Oh, okay. Well, it's, well it's, <laughs> so it's 3-3? Three, three? Mm, should we should yeah. we end it on a tie, or should we give him one more? Last week, last week was a tie, wasn't it? It was. I don't like ties though. Okay, let's go. All right, I will complain so much. I love second. that this is the only time we can get Shay to interact. Y'all, like, Shay be silent the entire episode, and then all of a sudden we put some music on, and Shay be like, let's talk. I'm going to go to the very first song that I ever put on the RT No Shade Spotify playlist. Well, damn. 
Let's see. Travis Scott. Who would get it? <laughs> no. L got it. L can't guess. L can't guess. You can't guess, L. You're not in the game. You got, I got to play another one. I got to play another one because you can't tie it. Why can't I tie it? No, there's already a tie with these two. Give it to him. Break the tie. So Give it to him. He only nope. that to break I'm here. The tie. I would nope. not have I got that. a point. L can't yeah. guess. I get so lonely. She's she like, I'm going to get nope. back in this thing. Nope. One way or another. Okay, what if I come back and beat both of y'all? You can't. I'm only so playing one more song. She can't come back. It's only one more song left. I'm trying to stop my greatness. You just got to play 10 You should have played. You should have been. You should have been paying attention the first two songs. Stop trying to cheat. Well, I'm sorry that you have this huge ass laptop that shows me everything. It's really bright. It's really all right. Bright. Shay, really Shay, too. and Remy, L. No. Missy, no tweet, no tweet, 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 tweet. Shay got it. Tweet. It was tweet. It was tweet. But Missy, but it was Missy on it. Who would you pair Missy with? Like Missy against Nobody. No one. No one can compare with Missy. The brat. Nah. Somebody. No. No. I'm a female artist. artist. I don't think it would be another female. You would have to do yeah, a, another no, male artist. You can't do. Yeah, you can't do female. Female. I was gonna say she could probably go good with JD. Mm-hmm. No, no, not chance. Because Missy was with genuine oh, for 2020. I think she can. The I problem with could. JD is his collection is strong altogether. But mm-hmm. I don't Genre's think his co- like. I think if you take his top 20, I don't think that they're as strong. He, it, as other people's top 20. <laughs> All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to. Um, What's your ish? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's that shit. Tia's like, every time they get together, god damn it. Two and a half hour episodes. We ain't doing that shit. <laughs> what is, what's your ish this week? You go first. One of y'all go first. No, you uh, go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. So, my ish this week, uh, has anybody, does anybody here have a Sega Genesis or had a Sega Genesis? Sega Genesis. I know Shane Sega. has a Sega Genesis. You have a Sega Genesis? You had a Super I had, Nintendo? I had a Sega. Super Nintendo. I had a Sega. I had a Super Nintendo, though. Super, I had a Super Nintendo. I wasn't Nintendo. that rich. Okay, so you had a Sega Genesis. <laughs> Did I you had one, play, too. You had a Sega Genesis? Mm-hmm. You ever play Streets of Rage? No. Streets of Rage 1, 2, oh, yeah. 3. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, recently, Streets of Rage 4 dropped on PlayStation 4. And me and my cousin, who is like... My, my one of my closest people in the world like mm. we, we got on online because he, he's all the way up in detroit i'm all the way down here and you know because of quarantine you know you kind of like reconnecting with old family and stuff like that so we jumped on there and we played through the whole game together oh wow like, beginning to end and it was like it was like a throwback to them days where i used to spend a night over his house mm-hmm. and we just sit there and, and play all fucking night yeah like, it was like like old time like, this was a friday night like so i'm just I've been feeling it all weekend. So Streets of Rage. I can't wait to play again. Like I'm trying to figure out what, what else we gonna play. They got a new Toe Jam and Earl. We gonna play that. I love Toe days. Jam and Earl. I fucking kill it every There's single a time. There's a new I never one. played Toe like Jam and Earl. Um, I usually like Toe Jam. I like Earl. <laughs> never played that game before. You never played Toe Jam and Earl? Mm-mm. I play. So the new one, though. the new one is four players, and I think you can play online. And I think me and him will get together and play that one. I play with my ex boyfriend online still. Toe Jam. <laughs> Really? Wait, the awkward. Old no, there's there's oh, one on Xbox. Okay. Yeah, Xbox has a Toe Jam and Earl, yeah. and it's new. That's new, yeah. But it's been it's not new. It's been new. out for a while. Okay, it's yeah. I was like, new. when you say new, it's I newish. mean, yeah, yeah. Okay, it yeah. came out like maybe two years ago. Yeah, yeah. So we play the new one. In gaming, that's old as hell. That yeah. is old. Exactly. When you say new, I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm, I, I so my it. ish is an Amazon Prime TV show called Bosch. I am a huge okay. fan of Bosch. The new season just came out probably two weeks ago, I think it was. 
and I binged it all last week. It's just a great show. It's a great crime detective show. The is great acting from top to bottom, from the top actors to the to the, the random people who 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 have scripts. It's a really good show, and I recommend anyone checking it out if you're especially into crime uh, crime type TV shows. Uh, that's my ish. And so Amazon Prime's come a long that, way. He always plays a bad guy. Is he a bad guy? He is not a bad guy. I don't know if I can believe it. He is not a bad guy. Job. Who is this? Because he always, this guy. Um, Hold on, let me see. Is he black? And it's a, no, this he's white guy. It's based on some books, so it's a really good series. Yes, it's based on Dan Connolly, I think, books. Um, but it's a, it's a really good series. I think this is like season three or four. Let me double check that real quick. This is season six. Season six. So definitely go check it out. The actor um, is Titus Welliver. I've never heard of it. Okay, what has he been in? Because or show me a picture. So what what do you like about the show? What's um, it about? Like I said, it's just good acting. It's a good story. Like, it a, it's a good it story. Drugs? I can see that because the actor is really good, but he's just so I, he plays. You know, that's the guy. Oh yeah, okay. He always yeah. plays a bad guy, and he always yeah. plays it so well that I can't see him as a good human being. So he's the he's a protagonist in this story. He's the main character, uh-huh. and he's a detective in California, uh-huh. and he has a daughter. Um, but he's very hardline, very straightforward. Uh, he does everything by the books for the, for the most part. And it's about him doing cases or whatever, some kind of case. Regular cases that happen, people getting killed. Isn't you know he, he's pretty good. The, uh, he reminds me of gosh. Liam Nelson. We need to do a, a you say Liam another, Nelson? another topic we should do is still cancel, like people who are still canceled. Because I love Liam, Liam Nelson. Liam Neeson. 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 Liam Neeson got canceled? Yeah. Who canceled Liam Neeson? Oh Y'all God, don't know. Who the fuck canceled Liam Neeson? Oh, his friend got raped, and his response was to go out and fuck up black people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? I don't know if he got canceled. Can. I don't know. If, we're gonna have to have it offline, <laughs> okay, offline, I'm sorry, offline, I'm sorry, yeah. like, offline. I miss. I'm, I, every time I see Taken, I want to watch it so bad. You watch, watch it then. Watch, watch, watch it. All right. What's your we'll issue? Talk about it. What's your issue? I'm issues? gonna get you to watch it. That makes me so. Don't sad. cancel Liam. Yes. Okay. So Marriage at First Sight, the new season, is my new ish. I'd never seen it before, so I was like very anti it. Is that Netflix? It is on Hulu and Netflix, I believe. Um, and I was like, this is really weird. What do you mean you get married at first sight? But it's really just a main arranged marriage, right? But right. it's arranged marriage with, there's like a team of like five or six professionals who pretty much make it happen. Like they quiz you, they go to your house, they try to figure out who you are as a person, your court beliefs. And based on that, they match you with a particular person. And then they are married. They get literally get married with the first time they see each other. And then they spend the next three months like trying to work as a married couple. Mm. It's really interesting because you don't, I, like instinctively, I felt like it would not work. Right. But the couples are all doing so well. Yeah. It's weird. And I also like the fact that the black people don't embarrass me. All the black people are have been, been doing their good jobs of like not embarrassing the race. You know what I mean? Proud of y'all. But like in general, it's interesting to see the connections forming from arranged marriages, essentially, and how, they're like they're all doing really well except how, one. I would never do it. Are these people? Huh? How good looking are they? Very. Okay. There you go. <laughs> but like, but like, but like, 
Okay, so there's one couple who I think is very good looking, but there's another couple who I think are just regular. Like they look like, like somebody I would walk outside and see right now. Mm. And so, like the black girl, one of the black girls never wears makeup. She's supernatural. So let me ask you this: What's like one of the biggest problems that they might have experienced? You think one of them is a virgin? That's the girl saved her virginity till marriage, so and that's then, an ins- issue. And then one of them is actually the black woman, of course. She has problems communicating about her emotions. Mm. And so they actually have that's her. That's a lot of women these days. It's in, Yeah. But it's very interesting because they have her going through these counseling sessions and they have her doing these activities. Like they have life coaches who mm. are like help to help them, you know? Yeah. And it's interesting to see her following, <laughs> boy. following the program boy. because she is opening up. Like it's, nice. it's weird. She hasn't been in a relationship for 10 years. Yikes. She's cause she just was like, has emotional intimacy. You issues. Know, I'm, I might, I might check that. It's out. really that interesting. Sounds, that if you're sounds so, more interesting to me. Than if like sociological issues are interesting, like seeing group dynamics and seeing yeah. how those things kind of play out, like then you'll like it. So you got an ish. All right. All right, guys. Well, then, final sip. Anybody got a final sip? I'm going to save my final sip for another episode. Final sip? Um, no. All right, then. <laughs> uh, the final sip for me is to free the nipples. And with free that. Free the nipples, yes, man. Please free the nipples. And, hey, and, slide, the nipples right and slide those nipples into my DMs. <laughs> but free the nipples in not a sexual way, okay? Not a sexual just way. Just like they're just body parts. Just plain Jay, no nothing nipples. Right. Like, they don't matter. Jay underscore no Everybody ready. has nipples. What are nipples? Jay underscore no Slide in the right. DM the nipples. I appreciate it. I can't with you. All right, with that, I'm going to go ahead and call this sip session done. Nipples. Blessings. <laughs>